You're listening to the Home Staging Show podcast. I'm your host Nilin. This is a show where we talk about all things real estate, home staging, and how to create a vibrant and thriving home staging business. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 156. Hey, welcome back to the Home Staging Show. So I wasn't really planning to release an episode this week because officially, when I was talking to our editor Allison and Steve,、uh, we were planning to come back next week officially. But I went on live on Instagram. It was very impromptu. I just really all of a sudden was like, "Yeah, I haven't done one for a while. Why not?"、Uh, and so I thought that would be actually great to pop that audio into the podcast this week, just so that I can catch you up on what's been happening and what's going to happen in the upcoming months. I can't believe we're hitting July next week, and then also, or、well, actually, we're hitting July this week. We're hitting July on Friday. Yeah, so I thought it would be nice to catch up a bit, and then also kind of give you a little preview of what's to come、uh, next month, and then also what's to come in the third quarter of the year.、Uh, all right, so let's get started. Hi guys, I haven't gone live for a while, so I figure I will come up and say hello. I mean, happy almost July! I can't believe Friday is July first. It's crazy. So yeah, so it's been a while. I haven't been doing podcasts or live, and、uh, one of the things we're working on at the school for this upcoming month is that we're planning out more workshops. But I think more importantly, right now our focus is planning out SagerCon, which is happening in about two weeks.、Uh, so as usual, SagerCon will happen July fourteenth to fifteenth this year. We're changing up the format a little bit, so instead of four days, we're doing two days. And I think it will be interesting to do first day as the beginner track, and then the second day as the intermediate track. And this year, in addition to three speakers a day, we are also going to do a hot seat each day. We're going to have application form for that. So when you register for SagerCon this year, if you want to participate in the hot seat, basically we're going to talk about your home staging business and then really troubleshooting. The problems or issues or challenges you're facing, you should definitely apply when you register. But there are a couple announcements as well. I mean, we have our final workshop for this summer with Paloma tomorrow. It's about getting more staging clients. So if you're interested in signing up for that, just go to sagewomer.com/workshop. I think it's going to be a good one. And on Friday is the final submission deadline for the International Home Staging Awards. This year, I'm not sure why, but the submission numbers have been very, very low.、Uh, we basically some categories only have like four submissions. So if you've been wondering if you should submit, you should definitely do it because that means your odds are going to be really, really good. So if you have not submit for international home staging awards and then you feel self conscious about your work. Don't because this is a great opportunity for you to get seen by a major press here internationally.、Uh, the editor, the real estate editor of Apartment Therapy, she is on the jury. So there's a really good chance you're gonna get your project seen. So even if you didn't win, you can still get featured, possibly in Apartment Therapy. So I think it's important if you're just starting out or if you've been working for a while, if you want to gain some really good credibility, like the trust factor, getting into a major press publication is definitely very favorable. So I would highly recommend you if you have been kind of undecided 
about submitting to the International Home Staging Awards. Don't. It's open to everyone. So I saw CKD Home Staging just asked, do you have to be a member to submit? No, you don't. Anyone can submit. So I really recommend you submit your best home staging project that you're really proud of that you've done in the past 12 months or whatever. Just send that in. Oh, Elena, hi. So she says, I think everyone's so busy with staging compared to last year due to COVID. Yeah, I definitely think so. People have been slammed this year. And this is also why we've been taking a really long hiatus with the podcast because people just can't get interviewed. Like I have all these interviews originally scheduled. Everyone had to reschedule it because they're just getting slammed at work. We had to reschedule actually a couple of workshops as well. Like Daniel, for example, he was so slammed, like he couldn't teach a workshop. We had to extend it. So definitely, you know, if you have been wondering or you're undecided about submitting, you should definitely submit this year. This year, for some reason, the submission has been very, very low. I think it's like 60% or 70% lower than the past two years. So definitely take advantage of it because the odds right now are looking really good. I mean, some category only has four submissions. I'm not going to tell you which ones, but you should definitely submit. And Elena says, so nice to see you. Yeah, I haven't done a live for a while, so I figure I'll pop on. I'm trying, we're trying to figure out also new ways of like getting information across. So if you're on our newsletter, for example, now you notice that we are doing a monthly roundup in the beginning of the month to tell you all the events that we're doing with the school. And also I, I realize a lot of times people don't actually know, like there's so many things going on, especially with the weekly workshops. I think it definitely just got like lost in the slew of emails that we sent out. So yeah, we're trying to like making sure that things like newsletter or updates or social media, they're really effective and they really help you in your staging career. So it's not just always like, you know, come to a workshop, da 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 da. Like there's actually going to be value built into everything that we do. So yeah, so I'm super excited. If you haven't been to a stager con, you should definitely try it. Uh, CKD Home Staging says, where do I submit? Just go to stagingawards.com. You can also use our link in bio, in our Instagram bio. It's already linked for you. And then the other thing that's really exciting that we've been planning is we're finally doing an in-person retreat. It's something that I've been wanting to bring back. I've done it in 2015. This is was before we were a school, but it was just a way of trying to meet other stagers who are also advanced in their career. And then maybe they're, you know, dealing with some growing pain. But now obviously it's a school. Everything we do is virtual, right? Even like our conference, SagerCon is virtual. So I think it would be nice to do actually like an in-person event. So I have been planning for an in-person retreat in Italy. So it's October 2nd through the 7th in Palermo. So it's on the island of Sicily in Italy. And it's during the week. It's like Monday through, well, Sunday. Sunday we have welcome dinner. And then we're going to be working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to do one-on-one sessions as well. We have the architecture and market tour because like Palermo is a very ancient city. It has a lot of mix of culture and architecture and things like that. And it's a really great town if you love to eat like me. So yeah, and we also have a private chef that comes during lunch. So we are really going to work on your top goals for your home staging business. And then during the week, what we'll be doing is trying to craft, not trying, we're going to craft out this action plan for the next 12 months for you to hit your number one goal for your home staging business. 
And I hired another stager to come in who's also a business coach. Elaine, her business is amazing. We interviewed her on the podcast before. I'm really excited that she's going to bring in different perspective as well because she runs a fairly large where mine was more like a mom and pop shop. So then we, you can get both perspective. And the place we're working at is this 8th century palazzo that was actually once housed like these historical politician figures in Italy, which is insane. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a really good time. So if you're interested in joining us in Italy in October, you should definitely come. And also it's designed where there's a beginning weekend and the weekend after the retreat that you can basically stay to, you know, sightsee. Your partner can come or your best friend can come. You guys can just make a trip out of it. So yeah, so I think it's going to be a really good time. I'm super excited about the trip to Italy. It's something that I really want to incorporate into our business as well, doing retreats within the United States, but also in international as well. We actually planned one this February in Portland, but obviously we had to cancel it because that was when Omicron really surged. Uh, where can we find a link for the Italian trip, please? So, Elena, if you go to our website, sagerumor.com, and you look at the menu, there it, there it is, the Italian retreat, and you will be able to find it. I've got a lot of great things planned, and I think having Elaine, that would be also a really great addition, because she has all these experiences. She's really one of the few staging companies I've seen that also have salespeople, like dedicated salespeople to go out to get staging projects. And Elaine's actually based in the UK, which is really make it interesting because in the UK, it's not like in the States where we're really used to staging as a concept. In the UK here, it's still very much a struggle. It's a fairly new industry, even though they had a TV show about staging very long time ago called The House Doctor, but staging in general is still not very common. The other thing too is the way the real estate industry is set up here. So here, like agents are really kind of, they're not like agents in the States. They don't really get a big percentage in commission. I mean, some agents get maybe a couple hundred dollars essentially per sale as their bonus commission. So it's a really different thing, you know, for them hiring a stager is like oh, uh, one one extra call to make and one extra thing they have to deal with. So most salesperson are like not into it. And Elaine has a fairly established business. So it's really interesting to hear her talk about how she built her home staging business. If you're interested to find out more about Elaine, I interview her on our podcast. And Elaine also came from the business coaching background. She used to do corporate business coaching. So this is why I think it would be amazing to have her on the Italian retreat. And you're going to get a one-on-one -on -one session with both of us so we can really help you work out your action plan. And the last part of the retreat is the last morning before our farewell lunch. Tears. We are actually all going to sit around. You're going to present your action plan and then all of us going to give you feedback. So you get a little bit of mastermind. And then the idea of it is really for you to meet other sagers who are also going for the same goal, which is really advancing their home staging business. So that's why I think it's really important to do start doing in-person event. But sometimes, well, not sometimes, I think after COVID, we just realized that, you know, like online is great, but it's even better when we get to see and touch people, but maybe not too close. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I think it will be a really good time. 
in Italy. I'm really excited. If this trip goes well, we're definitely going to be doing more retreats, not only internationally, but also in the States too. I've been looking at locations as well, like New York or Chicago, obviously West Coast as well, because I'm really based in California most of the time. So yeah, so I think it's going to be really exciting. If you're interested, definitely check out this page because we have an early bird running right now. The first four people who sign up are going to get $200 off. We are doing this practically at cost, essentially. This is our first trip. I want to make sure that the content works, you know, the format really works and people really like the format. Uh, so like come be my guinea pig. But anyway, I would love to meet you in person and share a glass of wine with you and have some amazing Italian food as well. So definitely do come to the retreat if you're interested. And then the other thing too, yeah, it just, we are always looking into adding more into our curriculum. I think the live workshop series has been great, but we also run into kind of um, you know, like questions, for example, like when would be a better time for us to invite guest speaker coming in to do these live workshops? It seems like from the consensus of our surveys, everyone wants to do it during the weekday, but the attendance has been fairly low. But I know a lot of you are watching the replay, so that's fine as well. And also, what would you like to learn more about? One of the things we've been working on here at the school is that... Um, you know, I think a lot of the staging training companies on the market right now are very founder centric. So it's really about the founder's experience, which is totally fine. But for me, I think running a business, you need to see as many different perspectives as possible, right? Because I do my staging business one way, but my friend Bobby might do it yellow way, which she does because Bobby McGrath, she really focused on Occupy, whereas I was like all vacant, right? Or like even Daniel who taught workflow, for example, how do we approach clients differently? And then things have changed as well. Like, so when I did like, because I sat in on every single light workshop and I learned a lot actually in Daniel's workshop on workflow. Because when I first started, we weren't really using smartphones, you know, like back then the camera was pretty bad. Uh, but now like Daniel, for example, really used video as part of his workflow and communication with his team as well. So it's really interesting and eye-opening to see like how other people are running their staging business. And that's what we want to do as a school. So in the third quarter, we are going to open the school up essentially to other teachers who are interested in teaching at our school. So really, you know, it's just like how colleges or universities are. So like we're trying to get as many program in as possible. So if you're interested in teaching or if you're interested in specific topic, please definitely just DM me and let me know because we are interested in helping you to fulfill like, your goals for your staging business. But I don't know how to help you if you don't tell me what you're interested in. So if you have any input on you know the type of workshops or courses that you want to see, definitely give me a shout because I would love to find out. The other thing too is we... As a business owner, you know, I started my business when I was 25. Now I'm a middle-aged woman. You know, I started when, when I was, uh, when it was 2006. And I really credit my business growth to having business coach. And I have more than one business coach, actually, because you can actually outgrow your business coaching. Your business might shift or your goal might shift. Or sometimes you just hire a business coach for a very specific thing that you want to work on. For example, when I was expanding my home staging business, we're hiring assistants. 
but I was doing really bad job hiring people. I keep hiring the wrong people basically and it causes a lot of money and mistakes and headaches and all that. So I end up having a business coach coach me on hiring people. That was her specialty. We did 10 sessions and then, you know, created this hiring program essentially. So, you know, one of the things we're opening up the school too is inviting people like Elaine, like Daniel, who are experienced stagers, but also want to coach to come in and then be business coaches. I really feel like it's really important to have someone who's been there. Because I've noticed this a lot too. A lot of times when you hire a business coach, you really have to do a little bit of background check. If they never actually ran a business before, that means everything they're teaching you is all theory. So then it's not really effective because a lot of times theory and actual applications are different. So it's really important for me to make sure that we are inviting the right people into the school to make sure that you are getting what you need to grow your home staging business. So Elena is asking, just checking the trip description, looks amazing. Yes. Is the accommodation including the price, please? No, it's not. So it does not include the airfare to get to the island. It does not include accommodation either. The house is tiny. It's a historical property. There's only like two, basically two and a half bedroom. So we are just going to use the living room area and the dining room area to work. You will need to find your own accommodation. The other thing too is I want to keep it open also because I think it's really easy at the time, actually in October, it's still, there's a lot of Airbnb options, still a lot of hotel options too, because in Sicily around October, it's still hot, like 80 degrees, short, short sweater, but it's becoming a little bit quieter. That's not the typical high season for tourism. That's also why we pick early October because it's like still hot, it's not cold yet, and then it's gonna be less busy. Because I don't know about you, I hate going to somewhere and there's tons of tourists around. <laughs> but yeah, everyone's revenge traveling right now, so we don't know. But yeah, but I think it would be good. So this is why I think it's also important for you to look for your accommodation. It should be fairly accessible right now to do so. And an airfare should be a little bit cheaper. We're also early enough that you should be able to find really good deals right now in terms of airfare and your accommodation as well. I mean, if we were to include accommodation, like the trip will be much more expensive than $12.95. And then it says, this is my goal to grow my staging business and eventually get online teaching ins and out of this business. Yeah, that's one of the things we actually are developing. I've been working with our curriculum developer on structuring a program on teaching stagers who are interested in teaching to basically, we just basically create a course on how to create a course, essentially. If you decide to teach with us, you're gonna get a big discount for taking that class. If you decide not to teach with us, that's totally fine. You can teach on your own platform. One of the things we are also uh, really experimenting is becoming kind of like the Airbnb for staging courses. So if you have a course you wanna sell, you can come sell it on our platform. We'll obviously take a portion for, you know, admin, marketing, because we're probably gonna do technical setup and as well, you know, like sending out emails and things like that. And all you need to do is send us your course and then, you know, in agreement, 
you just wait for your check every single month whenever you teach. So I think that would be really exciting. And then obviously you keep your copyright. You can sell on our platform. You can also sell on your own platform or whatever place that you want to. That is totally fine. So yeah, so that's something we're really trying to develop in the second part of the year this year. It's basically opening up the school for people who want to teach, whether it's teaching live, you know, like a workshop or teaching an on-demand course, meaning it's pre-recorded. Whatever it is, we're here to support people who want to teach and also who want to coach as well. And obviously students have evaluation form that they're going to fill out to you know, give feedback and things like that. But we basically will handle all the admin. All you do is just show up, teach, do your thing, and then you know, money just comes to your bank. <laughs> so that's what we're trying to do. Um, Elena says, love teaching. I taught foreign languages to students. Yeah, I mean, if you have a course idea, one of the things we are doing with Daniel, for example, he's developing his own course. And one of the things we basically did was using a light workshop to test to see if it's a viable idea. So, you know, if people are buying your workshop, that means they're interested, right? That means there is a market for it. And also because it's a live workshop, you get to see immediate feedback, what kind of questions people are asking, where are they stuck on? Like, how is your delivery? Those are all things that, you know, will make you a stronger teacher and make your course more interesting as well. So we're really interested in helping you and supporting you in developing your curriculum. And at the same time, you know, obviously all of us make money, right? <laughs> so that is the goal. Like everyone wins. The teacher wins, the school wins, and then also the students win as well. That's what we are really trying to do is just really help to support all the talented people who want to come to our school to teach and coach and then help you to be successful as well. Yeah, that's basically us in a nutshell. That's what I've been trying to do in the past few months. And that's really, I think, the really the thread for the entire school. Anything we do, like whether it's podcasts or SagerCon or International Home Staging Awards or live workshop and getting people to come in to teach at school. It's really about helping people to build the business that they want to build. When I first started staging, it was very cookie cutter in the sense that there's really three main business model and everyone either does consultation, occupy or vacant or some blend of the three. But now we really see a lot of hybrids, right? There's a lot of people doing Airbnbs or people who are doing commercial design, like co-working spaces, not just residential staging anymore because the skill set that you have in residential uh, as a stager, that can be easily translate into other arena as well, right? Essentially, if you know how to give a consultation, that can be applied on your estimates, that can be a pay consultation, that could be a virtual pay consultation. So that really broadened up your market. And the other thing too is like, if you know how to do vacant staging and you have it down to a science, there's no problem for you to put yourself into the Airbnb market either because Essentially, that skill set is very similar. With Airbnb, chances are you are doing a vacant house and then you're doing project management, you're dealing with insulation and you are ordering stuff. So all that skill set that you have as a stager 
as a vacant homestager, it's also very transferable to other arena within kind of like the styling and staging and home decor industry. So yeah, so it's I think it's really exciting that there's a really a hybrid. Like we starting to see a lot of people have different business models coming into the industry and different background as well. And so yeah, so we're here to basically help to promote everyone and to help you to be as successful as possible. All right. So for those of you who are just joining us, quick reminder, we have our final live workshop for the summer tomorrow with Paloma. It's about getting more clients. And then the other thing is the staging awards, the International Home Staging Awards, that's closing on Friday. We already extended one, so it's very unlikely we'll extend it again. And if you are on the fence of entering, I really encourage you to because submission number have been super low this year. I think because people are slammed, they just can't be bothered to enter. But it literally should take you five minutes to upload photos and then tell us a little bit about the house that you staged. And then that's it, right? So yeah, the odds right now look really good. Like I'm not even joking. There's one category only has four submissions. So yeah. Um, and then SagerCon is happening on the 14th and 15th. And it's going to be a beginner day and an intermediate day. We're also going to have hot seat, which you're going to apply to be in to for us to really focus on your home staging business. CKD says, I would love to join Italy. I will check the schedule. Yeah, please come. That's why we designed it to be in the week so you can stay a bit longer the other thing too i'm not sure in other countries but in the states this is usually tax deductible because you're traveling specifically for business so it doesn't matter if you come in early to travel that it's because you're basically waiting for the retreat to happen right so essentially you can write off your italian trip but obviously run it by your cpa before you commit to it but yeah but that's from my understanding it's consider a write-off, a business expense for education. I really love the island of Sicily. I've been there, I think, more than 10 years ago, and I was, like, obsessed. But it's a really nice island. It's very easy to get around to because it's small. So you can take day trip to the opposite end, and they have some really interesting food as well. It has really a lot of influence, obviously, the Roman, but also because it has been colonize a few different times in history so you will see all these different architecture influences like islamic and you know like the tile and things like that and that shows up in the food as well and one of the interesting things they do eat is the granitas which is basically shaved ice but they eat it with a brioche so yeah i don't know why but it will be something for us to find out when we get to italy so i think it'll be a really good time um, Elena says, is there a business audit for staging business you're offering by any chance? We're not really doing an audit per se, but one of the things what I've been working on is rewriting the six fear four plan course. So I basically took that course, like completely knock it down and then repurposed it. It was basically uh, a complete remodel. And then so in the six fear four plan course, the new version is basically just taking your entire business apart, like looking through different things. Because one of the things I realized when I first wrote that course was that it was a lot to put all that in the course. So like if you're a new stager completely, you're, gonna, you're not understanding half of it, what was happening because you don't have any data on your business yet. 
So that's why I wrote Five Figure Floral Plan. So that's a complete foundational course. And by the way, the really exciting thing is we put that course through RISA. If you're outside states, that's the Real Estate Staging Association here in the states, and also we have them in Canada too. And they just accredited that course, so that was really exciting. So now we're officially a accredited school under RISA. But we've been so as well in the UK and Ireland under HSA Home Staging Association. But yeah, and then so that's why I wrote Five Figure Floor Plan, the foundation, and then I remodel Six Figure Floor Plan. I'm in the process of rewriting the entire thing, the new Six Figure Six Figure Floor Plan really focuses on those of you who have been working. And on the course description, it's actually going to say like we don't recommend if you're a complete beginner, you should not take this course. It's not the right fit for you, because I think it's really important to have data. Like you have been working, you understand what is it like to work with a client. You understand how the whole workflow goes. Like you have experienced the whole thing, then come back to six figure floor plan,、um, and then go through it piece by piece. So we basically pull apart in the beginning. There's like foundational, you know, like marketing, but the way you market is going to be different than when you are first starting out your home staging business. When you are working for a while, you starting to build out a name for yourself. Like people start recognizing your brand in the business. This is where you should really focus on marketing deeper, like in a deeper way that has more engagement. So it's no longer superficial. You're not just casting a wide net out, but instead you're speaking to a very specific group of people now. Because at this point, you've been working. You have been figuring out who your ideal staging client is, and chances are, after you've been working for a while, you kind of know, if not a hundred percent sure, who those people are. And so, right now, your marketing needs to shift towards those people. So, for example, the top producing agents that you've been working with that brings you a lot of work, you want to figure out how can we replicate those people. How can I make sure that I have a really good relationship with this top producer I'm already working with, and get a lot of referral out of this person? Essentially, how can we maximize the lifetime value of this staging customer? So, six figure floor plan is really focusing on that different side of things, where it's really more about this, you know, the higher level of system building and marketing as well. And then we also talk about sales, which was not in the original course. Um, so yeah, it's a really different course, basically completely remodeled. I think one of the things you can also consider is getting a business coach to help you get that bird's eye view for your business as well. That's also why in the Q three we're working on the coaching program because I think it's it gets lonelier and lonelier when you build your business. There's a lot of resources out there for people who are in the beginning phase of their business, and I understand why. From a business standpoint, from a training school standpoint, these people are the lowest hanging fruit, right? When you teach, you just essentially need to have more skill than the people you're teaching, right? So, for example,、uh, I can teach my nephew math because. I know how algebra works, right? And he's young; he hasn't taken anything advanced algebra, things like that. So I just need to make sure my math is higher than his skill level to be able to teach him. So I think most staging training programs really focus on the beginner stager or stagers who are in the beginning phase, and the same thing with conference as well. 
And this is also why when I was staging, in the end, I basically stopped going to conferences because I didn't really want to spend two grand to go hang out with my friends and learn how to write a proposal. I already know how to do that. So it was really for important for me to start really developing and figuring out what are some of the more advanced topics that we can help intermediate stagers. Because as you build in your business, it's going to get lonelier and lonelier. It's going to be harder and harder to find resources. Once you hit six figure, the problem, the set of problems that you're dealing with, is still very similar, but they're on a much bigger scale. So instead of figuring out how to hire one person, now you're figuring out how to hire a team. Instead of figuring out, like in the beginning, when you're first hiring your first assistant, you just need her to do basic admin. But now you really need someone who has people skill that can hold your office together and making sure your customers are not getting pissed off because your assistant was fine in the beginning, but now she doesn't really have any attention to detail and she's mixing up appointment and things like that. So when you progress in your home staging business, the talent, the people you need to support you also need to step up as well, essentially. Because at this point, your problem is going to start getting more complicated. You know, once you start hiring more than one person, chances are you need to have payroll taxes, you need to have a payroll company, you probably need an HR consultant as well. Because HR laws changes all the time. And most of the time, if the employee or contractor file a complaint in your state, at least in the states, chances are the state usually sides with the employee. They never really, they almost never side with the business. So as a business owner, you need to educate yourself on these kind of legal and then also like, you know, like essentially the protection things to make sure that your business is protected. That's one really important role, I think, for a business owner. And I think a lot of times when we get into staging, we only really think about the aesthetic part, like the fun part, the staging part. But we forgot that we're actually running a real business and there are legal consequences, there are tax consequences as well. And that's why for our Five Figure Four Plan Foundation course, we partnered up with an attorney, Ellie Moore, who I've interviewed on the podcast. Her episodes can go live next week. And she's also speaking at SagerCon. We have a very strong emphasis on the contract and on the business foundation part. And in the Six Figure Four Plan as well, Ellie also contributed a module where we talk about the scaling, the legal scaling side of your home staging business. Elena says, at the end, there's not much income left and overall business expense are way more than profit. It's a struggle. Yeah, so that's why, that's why it's really important for you to really work with your money people to make sure you're structuring your business correctly. And then also, are you making profit? If you're not making enough profit, how can you add more to your income? Does it mean you need to raise your price? Doesn't mean you need to cut expense. So maybe your operation is not very efficient or someone on your team is actually bleeding you a lot of money. They're not really effective in their role. Whatever it is, you need to figure out how can I add more money into the income piece and then take more away from the expense part. We definitely did that when we experienced our first recession in 2009, where I basically lost half of my staging client. It wasn't like they they just didn't have listings. They just they were out of real estate, you know, and so it was very traumatic experience to live through. And uh, CKD says we have that struggle as well. And it's totally normal. Everyone is at some point in their business career, they're going to experience this too. So one of the things is 
really important is you really need to understand your number. Uh, Elena says furniture investment and storage expenses are the ones. So one of the things is you need to leverage rental companies. Maybe you're in Toronto, you should have some rental options.、Uh, but yeah, so find ways to minimize those furniture investment.、Uh, and also, you also want to do some、um, research on rental companies as well to make sure that your rental makes sense. Like you're not way under the market. If in your market, for example, you can rent a couch between eighty five to two hundred dollars, and you're charging twenty, so obviously you're way under. So that's why it's also important to look at rental companies in your area to see. And this is really something you need to discuss with your money people because it's really important to figure out what exactly is the ideal margin that you're operating at, and also look at your job costing. Are you actually adding in every single piece of expense into the job costing to make sure that you're covered? Elena、uh, says we are trying that now. Renting quality furniture in line with our brand. Yeah, I think that that's basically it. If you're spending a lot of money buying furniture and storing them, and they're not going out quickly enough for making you money, rental would be a really great option. And you know, I when I flew to New York in April, I was lucky enough to meet one of the stagers, one of our students actually in Six Fair Four Plant. I don't know if you know Terry. Uh, but I was able to hang out with her all day and then just talk about her staging business, and it was really fun. Like she showed me toward the listings that she staged, and one of the things that Terry does really well actually is she basically uses mostly furniture rental, and she also mixes different furniture rental companies, and I think that's really important. It's it it's the mix that makes it look. More lifestyle. That's not cookie cutter. But sometimes when you walk into staging, you're you're like, I can tell this entire room is from so and so furniture rental company, and that's not what we want to do at all. So I think it's really important to kind of figure out the resources you have, and then just be creative as well. And then also in terms of buying, other ways you can cut down on the expenses. So if you're buying retail right now, consider buying wholesale. If you're buying wholesale right now and it's still really expensive, then consider, you know, are there other sources that you can do? So I've seen a lot of stagers now use Facebook Marketplace to get secondhand, almost new furniture or like the retire stock, you know, things like that. Just you have to be very good at shopping if you want to carry inventory, and then you always have to be on the lookout to look for resources that can get you stuff cheaper. Pull your numbers apart now, and then making sure you figure out what exactly you need to charge per job to cover all the expenses, and make money too, like a healthy amount of income that is enough to pay yourself, but also like reinvest back into your staging business as well. So thank you all for showing up. I really appreciate you, and if you can, I would love to see you in Italy this October. Okay, all right, bye guys. Have a good day.